I do like that they incorporated the uh, Theranzinosaurus. The what? The Theranzinosaurus. The one with the friggin' long nails like, I don't know, Kim Kardashian-saurus. I mean, you gotta have dinosaurs with weird powers now, I guess. Yeah, but... Got with long hands, one's... There's gotta be ones with like that could shoot lasers out of their eyes. You already have Batmanosaurus, aka the Dilophosaurus. It's a great one. I love that one, and and it, it, I love that it made a return. I mean, it blinds you in the eyes. Does yeah. that work on other dinosaurs? No. Well, again, there's that there's there in Xenosaurus. It's blind, and you know. Are there any other kind of blind dinosaurs? Like specifically, they're just born blind. Yeah. Do you think he's source? I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Fleet Street Geeks. I'm Seth. And I'm Jeff. And Jeff, this is our second episode. We haven't been canceled yet. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. And today, uh, in connection with last week, because last week we did Jurassic Park. Yes. Uh, which you said is your favorite movie. Oh, definitely. 100%. And we did that in preparation for this week, as this weekend you and I both saw... It's separate theaters, Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah. My favorite movie. It is? No, it's not. <laughs> uh, uh, but I was going to be surprised but if the answer was yes. <laughs> it's going to be a fun discussion. So if you saw the movie or if you uh, have no interest in seeing it and want to go through, we're going to probably go through the whole uh, movie and what yeah. we liked, what we disliked, our thoughts... In general, so I think it's going to be a fun talk. This, this is going to be an interesting discussion, needless to say. Yeah. So, however, before we go into this, uh, I thought it would be good for us to quickly kind of go through our thoughts on the other Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies. Just, just a quick run through? Just a quick run through. Like, as, as we said with uh, Jurassic Park, uh, you know, it's your favorite movie. It's oh. one of my favorite movies. Yes. And it, it's definitely the best of the Jurassic franchise. Dominion did not change that. Yeah. I think Jurassic Park still is the gold standard. And... Um, it is still it still holds up to this day. Yeah, and it was a delight to see the double feature like I did where I saw Jurassic Park and then went directly to Jurassic World Dominion. It really set up a nice contrast in my mind straight off the bat. That's good. That's a cool thing, way to see it. Uh, so after Jurassic Park, we had The Lost World Jurassic Park. Yep, um, which um, the book was not going to be done by Michael Crichton. He was just going to leave it as Jurassic Park, but it was actually Steven Spielberg that talked him into doing the book. And who oh boy, the differences between the book and the movie are vast. I imagine they can be. Uh, I already know a lot of people talk about the differences between the Jurassic Park book and movie. So when it comes to the Lost World, I can imagine there's a good amount of differences. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's that's that's, that's for, beside the point. That's for that uh, movie's discussion. But in general, like, how do you feel about that movie, The Lost the- World? I do like. I think the, it's fine. I think it's good. Um, it is probably uh, on par with one of the other Jurassic's um, in second place. It's your uh, second it, place. It it's in second place, tied with Jurassic World, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, but I do like the fact that they went darker and grittier with Jurassic World because these dinosaurs are free, and they made a very good decision on that. Probably my least favorite part, though, is when they got the T Rex onto the mainland. That yeah. kind of went off the rails. Yeah. I, in general, The Lost World, I think, is fine. I think there's a lot of moments in it that are slow and not very interesting. It does yeah. have some good characters and some decent ideas. As far as the sequel goes, 
it's enjoyable and you can watch it fine. For um, sure. Now, Jurassic Park 3. Oh, boy. I, I know you got some thoughts on it. Personally, I think it's my second favorite of the series. <laughs> it's your second favorite? I really like Jurassic Park 3. Wow. Uh, in, in that it has um, elements of the first that I enjoy, like, you know, the when it comes to the quote-unquote creature feature aspect. Right. Um, it has some cool designs uh, and... Generally, I, I I like the characters. I know some of them are are annoying, but like I do enjoy mainly Sam Neill. I really like the character of Alan Grant. So him Getting being Grant the, back was nice. Yeah, him being the central part, I do enjoy. What I what what are your big uh, issues my, with it? My big beef. My I have quite a few big beefs. Uh, one, the Brachiosaurs looked awful. Another one um, was just the. Kid actor that they picked for playing uh, Eric Kirby, yeah, and T.A. Leone. What the hell happened? Oh yeah, T.A. Leone was such a good actress, and then Jurassic Park three happened. Yeah, and Eric. Yeah, well she <laughs> she honestly reminded me a lot of um, the love interest from Temple of Doom. Oh yeah, in, in that kind of shouty, it's and I can understand. I mean, it definitely annoys me, and it's not one of the things I remember. <clears throat> but we could go into more discussion on those yeah. days. But yeah, but in, I, in general, I enjoy uh, Jurassic Park three. I can watch it and have a good time. And I do like the inclusion of my favorite dinosaur, the Spinosaurus aegypticus. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I can go into its complete inaccuracies at another time. Yeah, but at the time when that movie came out. They actually thought the Spinosaurus was like that. It turns out it's different. Right. But, you know. So, after Jurassic Park 3, we had a, a really big gap. Of, oh, jeez. Of, of between the next one. Over a it wasn't, decade. Yeah, it wasn't until 2015? Something like that. <clears throat> 2015, 2014. That we get Jurassic World, which is very much a reinvention of the franchise. And that it feels much more in tune with something like... Mission Impossible or Fast and Furious right. where it has a lot of grand action pieces and action heroes in these situations. Right. What I always enjoyed about the original was the groundedness of these characters. Yeah, because um, you just had a paleontologist, you just had a paleobotanist, you yeah. had a philanthropist, yeah. a chaotician. Now, now you now got this, this ex-Navy SEAL. <laughs> yeah, this ex-Navy guy. And Jurassic World in general, like I remember when it came out, everyone went gaga for it. Oh, it was me a too. huge hit. Mm-hmm. Um, me? I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it. Like for like I said, it ties for second place with Lost World yeah. to me. Yeah. I mean it started to, it, it introduced some uh some fun ideas and and I think uh what was what was weird for me was going from you know dr- the original Jurassic Park trilogy which of course is science fiction but in some way is also based in some sort of plausibility. So- some reality. When we go into the Jurassic World, there's still like hints of it, and it's still in that weird world. Um, but they introduce, you know, the training of the raptors, which is a cool idea. And in some element, I was kind of, you know, I think, well, why not just make a whole new series of movies about dinosaurs that's not tied to Jurassic Park, so you're not having to, you know, quote unquote, sully what came beforehand. But if you yeah. do that, you're going to get called 
copycats. Oh, so you're building off, yeah. So building off of that, I mean, if the Fast and Furious franchise can start out with thieves stealing VCRs and can end with literally going to fucking space, <laughs> then I'm then I think we're you're fine with uh, these little leaps. So Jurassic right. World for me is fine. I, I enjoy it quite immensely, um, mainly because again it's back to seeing some of the old favorites. And shut up, phone. But <laughs> they're not going to have heard that vibrating, and they're just going to think you're a crazy person. That's okay. That's a, I already accept that. Jeff often in silence tells his phone to shut up, and other <laughs> random things. Shut up, squeegee bottle. Shut up, can of Zoa Zero Sugar. Shut up, monster full of sugar. <laughs> but how is that monster? It is delicious, by the way. Mm. I am enjoying uh, these. Oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> Are you going to add a slurp in every single episode? Yes. We're two for two now. <laughs> but anyway, Jurassic World, pretty enjoyable for me. It does have its issues where it's like logic kind of slips, mm-hmm. but it is at least somewhat based in plausibility. Yeah, it, it also has the most Brutal, unnecessarily brutal death of the babysitter. Oh, I, I felt bad for that woman. woman. That poor woman. She also wasn't even that bad of a person. No, she was just wanting to take care of the kids, trying to do her job. And then suddenly these pteranodons appear out of nowhere and just screw her day. Yeah, she, she dies a horrible death. Oh, yeah. So we jump straight from Dress World to the rather controversial... Uh, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Which, which is a lot of people's worst or second worst film for in me, the Jurassic franchise. For me, it's the bottom. Uh, sometimes it's so bad it's good. And sometimes it's just boring bad. Um, See, that's an unfortunate thing. When it's just boring bad. Yeah. When it's bad enough that you can enjoy the badness, that's yeah. great. But when it's bad boring, that's when it starts falling off yeah I, I i fallen kingdom again it has some like elements that you're like okay that's that's an element and a lot of these carry over into dominion and that's fine um but overall fallen kingdom just it doesn't do anything for me see and to me it sits at second below the bottom which is Jurassic park three mm-hmm. and that's mainly because at least i got to see these dinosaurs as they were meant to be seen mm-hmm. as compared to Jurassic Park 3 where just stuff just kind of went off the rails. Yeah. Um, but Fallen Kingdom also had a lot of illogical fallacies. Mm-hmm. Um, like how in the hell is Owen Grady running in a pyroclastic flow that would evaporate him like that? Because <laughs> he's an ex-Navy SEAL. That, no. <laughs> yes. No. That's yes. Not that's how, that that's not how this works. That's how this works. That's not how this works. That's how none of this works. Uh, that's how, how it works in my movie. <laughs> so also being able to shoot his pistol in the middle of the water to shoot what is supposed to be bulletproof glass and getting them out of that sphere after they've the glass was wet. No. That makes that's it weak. Not, no. That's what do you mean no? I saw the movie. I saw it. But but possibly the biggest fallacy that a lot of fans point to is at the very end where the uh, gal uh, 
I forget her first name. Amimus? Yeah, yeah, the gal. The gal Amimus. Amimus. A gal Amimus shows up and (laughs) says, Hello, Owen. I'm your friend now. (laughs) Oh, it's just like Dress Park 3 all over again. Alan! (gasps) (laughs) Alan! You can't tell me that's not a top ten movie moment of all time. God. There's a gift. Michael Corleone becoming the godfather. (laughs) The moment all of the jurors say not guilty in 12 Angry Men. The Velociraptor turning to a disgruntled Sam Neill and saying, Alan. <laughs> but Top ten. But the uh, clone of Lockwood's daughter. Right. At the very end, just releasing the dinosaurs saying, it's because they're alive, like me. It's like, and? <laughs> and? You want to not be alive? Let out the dinosaurs. And that's where we get this movie. Yes. So. Um, the consequences of that action. Right. Because this movie takes place four years after uh, that movie. Um, yes. Both within the movie and in real life. Because I'm pretty sure that came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. So, and again, let me pref- like preface this <laughs> uh, by saying this. He, he, he's he's having you, to take a breath. If you guys, if you like any of the Jurassic Park or Jurassic World movies or even this movie, like it's your favorite movie of all time. I'm so happy for you. Go continue yeah. to enjoy what you like. By, by we are two means. idiots. True. Okay? Totally true. Our opinion is one of billions. Enjoy what you enjoy. Ooh, getting out the other monster. The other monster. And that's... I just want to make sure that's clear. So, but this movie... And uh, I know I took notes. I know you said you had some I, trouble because... I had the notepad in there, and I was like, okay, I'm getting ready. So, yeah. Pulled out my pen, and it was too dark for me to write. I could not see the lines on my paper. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm going to be writing this, and it's going to look like Sumerian by did, the time I walk out. Did you see this in the, at the Regal? Or? I saw it at the Regal in uh, Brookhaven, yes. Okay. So, I saw it at the Grand. So, not, neither one of us got to see uh, uh, my favorite dinosaur, Nicole Kidman. Introduced AMC theaters. I love Nicole Kidman. <laughs> um, I was thinking of that joke right when the, the movie was about to start. I was like, oh, here we go, Nicole Kidman. And then she didn't show up. Uh, so it made me sad. Sad. But this movie starts, and uh, I know I got my notes. You may need to pull up uh, Wiki uh, in some way for actors or any, I, any I of that. I am going to pull that up. Because my notes look like gobbledygook. It's going to be fun. <laughs> That's another element of this uh, review. It's going to be... What the hell did Seth write in the darkness of Dominion? Uh, <laughs> the darkness of Dominion. I like that. So I know the movie starts with, uh, I have here the Rim Sea, where like they're trying to, I guess, feed uh, this giant dinosaur. Well, actually, no. They're in the Bering Sea, which is where Bering a lot sea. of uh, like uh, deadliest catch happens. Uh-huh. They're catching crabs, and then this friggin' mosasaur comes up out of nowhere to eat a pod. Oh, okay. I thought they were just feeding this thing, like, sacrificing it like it's, <laughs> like it's a god. And they're like, please don't eat us. It, it might have been a better idea. <laughs> Maybe. But, okay, that makes a lot more sense. That wasn't very clear that this was a deadliest yeah. catch situation. And then this dinosaur showed up. Because, yeah. I mean, this is now a world where dinosaurs exist. Which, I'm going to say this right now, is a damn nightmare. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. I would not want to live in a world of dinosaurs walking around. Screw you. You saw this. <laughs> I mean, once, once you have this happen, you cut and it's giving like this news report to kind of catch you, uh, you know, news on the march and telling you yep. an, uh, how the world has been the last four Here's years. death and destruction. Yes. Brought to you by CNN. You see this little girl, you know, almost... Very this similar to kid. the way uh, Jurassic, the Lost World began. She's getting attacked by these little, these little copies. copies. And the parent or whoever is just recording for a damn TikTok. What is this trend happening? Really? I don't want to. I don't want to be a part. I'll be a part of some TikTok trends. I'm not doing the. Let's I'm getting tra- eaten by a dino challenge. I'm, I'm not going to do the traumatize my child challenge. Is what I'm not going to do. Yeah. What I, is this, Jimmy I, Kimmel? <laughs> <laughs> I might do the get eaten by a dinosaur challenge, but I don't know. Check this out, guys. I'm going to feed my kids Halloween candy to this dino. <laughs> and then I'm going to feed my kid to the dino. It's going to give me all types of it's views. Gonna get I mean, me, it's going to get me tens of views. I mean, you're just like cutting in between, you know, seeing this world. And I mean, that is kind of the interesting thing you want to see yeah. uh, carrying off from the other movie. Because... Now that this that the franchise is in this kind of ridiculous state, you you kind of have to accept the world that you're in, or you have, or you're gonna not be able to enjoy this movie at all. Yeah, you you got to suspend your disbelief like that, and they got to uh, establish. All right, this is the world you live in. Now that we've set the stage, now we're going to put on our actors, and the first person that they bring up is. They bring back the original... Dodson! Dodson! We, we got, got Dodson here! I mean, he... See, somebody cares. Everyone cares. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, it's an interesting thing because I was looking up... Because we talked last time that Cameron Thor was yeah. the actor who portrayed him in the first Jurassic Park. And I was like, well, why not bring that... I mean, it, he is a smaller actor. Right. But why not bring him back? And then I looked up, oh, the man was brought up on sexual assault charges. So that will that'll get you. That is why he's a former American actor. <laughs> right. So but in this movie, and those who don't recall, Dodson was the guy who hired Dennis Nedry in the first Jurassic Park yep. to steal the embryos. And I you know, it's it's crazy because in that movie you don't get the sense that he is the leader of Biosyn. You no. you get the sense that he's like just like a grunt who's who's Passing the information along to Nedry. Yeah. Uh, and in the book, he's just the head researcher. He's not the yeah. top dog of Biosyn at all. Yeah. Which, I mean, I I like that you bring him back, you know? It kind, yeah. it kind of sets him as this almost a franchise overarching villain in, in some yeah. way. I mean, he, which I'm fine. He's very dumbed down Sauron. Which I'm fine with, you know? <laughs> Again, like, if you're going to set this world with training raptors and the other ridiculous things we'll get to, yeah. I'm fine with, like, uh, a other business that is evil trying to, you know, do these evil things, capture dinosaurs yes. and do this other stuff. Why we're, not? We're going right back to the genetics going to doom the world scenario thing mm-hmm. and that's all right and, and one of the things that like shocked me mm-hmm. was learning that uh, i don't know if it was done at the beginning or if it was done later where it said that ian malcolm was actually under biosyn's employ the whole time i i want to say at the very beginning he was under their employ hmm. 
not the whole time, but he was like a recent addition. Oh, yeah. He's definitely a recent addition uh, that he's now there and basically just preaching his chaos. Yeah. He, uh, he, he is a scientific pastor at this point. <laughs> yeah, which I'm fine with. I'd go to his sermons. Oh, yeah. And For sure. Now, in this movie, since we don't have Cameron Thor back, we have we Campbell have Scott. Campbell Scott. As... Yes. As Lewis Dotson, which I mainly know him as Richard Parker from the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yep. Um, and, you know... He was I good th- in that film. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's serviceable here. I mean, he's he's I, not... Mm. He, he's... <laughs> like, his role in this is to play, like, shady Elon Musk big business I, I don't even say Elon guy. Musk. I say he's an impotent uh, Bill Gates <laughs> I can see that. I mean, he's he, an impotent Bill Gates with no like, yeah, intimidating air about him, and he tries to out Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, o- overall through the movie, I think he, I do think it's just fine. There are elements of this movie that I think should like go further. If you're already going to have ridiculousness in it, go further with the cartoony nature and Which, have your big business bad guy be like a Captain Planet villain. <laughs> if you know, and but yeah, yeah, he's like, he's totally on that. Yeah. I mean, I think he does a fine job. He, but he's like, all right, but, but he's but... not like like give me a mustache twirling uh big business, you know. You, I don't you, care. You are... I don't care about the dinosaurs. I only care about money. So you're wanting like Dirk Dastardly? <laughs> I do want Dirk Dastardly. If he was if he's the villain of the next one, Universal, you all want some money. <laughs> but you go from uh you know seeing Biosyn and that because Biosyn has kind of become this uh big conglomerate that is, you know, trying to, quote-unquote, help the dinosaurs. Putting them in their own little sanctuary in Italy. In Italy. And you see that Claire, played by Bryce Dallas Howard again, is sort of acting as this rogue animal conservationist and trying to expose Biosyn for their crimes. and She's, She's actually doing, like, good guy PETA. Right. And, you know, you see them going into this compound where they're, like, doing illegal breeding of... Yep, of uh, triceratops. It's not triceratops. It's chasmosaurus. Okay. Yeah, that's it's, like... It's still a, it's still a ceratopsian, it's like a brand, but yeah. it's a different kind of dinosaur. Now, whenever they're in there, they're try, they try to sneak one out. Yeah. And, you know, you see some recurring... Characters from uh, the last movie, yeah, you, who I don't know the damn name I, of. I don't know their names either, but I do have them pulled. I mean, up, I know one like, is played by Justice Smith, who I really enjoy. Yeah, but I just don't remember the character's that name. That fellow. That fellow. Uh, and he's not even in the cast list. What the hell? What the <laughs> hell? Come on, guys, update your stuff. You you ruined IMDb. You ruined, you ruined our podcast. <sighs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But whenever they're stealing this dinosaur, the, you know, lights are flashing and everything. And this alarm starts going off, though. I was like, oh, are they sending velociraptors? And I was just like, oh, no. It's a- I'm just so used to the velociraptor <laughs> so call being, oh, 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 that whenever it starts going oh off, God. I was like, oh, my God, the raptors are coming. No, that's just an alarm oh. for regular people. He- Justice Smith plays as Franklin Webb, who... 
The Franklin Webb? The Franklin Webb oh, okay. uh, from Fallen Kingdom, who yeah. all he did was scream. Right. Again, I like Justice Smith. Character and, didn't leave And the other person that was along with uh, Bryce Dallas Howard was another recurring character who was Dr. Zia Rodriguez, played by Daniela Pineda. Okay. And I like her. I like her character quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, Was she in the last one, too? Yes, she was. She was the gal that... Um, Help the Gallimimus. The, the Gallimimus. She was the Gallimimus. <laughs> yes, that is the meaning of Gallimimus, is gal mimic. <laughs> uh, but she likes helps with uh, Blue when she got shot and transferring the blood from the Rex to Blue and gotcha, gotcha. all that stuff. Okay. Well, there was a funny moment to me because, you know, they start sending out the security chasing them while they got this dino the back of the their van is, is like swinging open. open i don't know why they can't close it however it led to a moment that it's one of those moments that you you can't help but laugh out <laughs> and that claire's driving and justice smith's character is like franklin webb he's he's like we're gonna get shot and then it like pans over to claire and she just gives a look like <laughs> like, like oh good like Good. <laughs> like completely uncaring. Great. <laughs> With some weird... I, I love those little moments in movies that, you know, someone will talk about and then you'll be like, I didn't notice that. And then when you go back and watch it, you can never unsee it. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever see Dominion again. However, every time I will never miss Claire's look at, we're going to get shot. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? How nice. <laughs> and... I hope they hit you. <laughs> <laughs> so we go from there to also see that, um, or, okay. So after they escape these, these security yeah. guys, they're, they're kind of recapping and catching the audience up, which is good because I haven't seen Fallen yeah, Kingdom and, and in Frank, four years. Yeah. And Franklin says that he's going to be leaving for something a little less dangerous. He's actually going to be working for the government yeah. to help. These dinosaurs in a much more safer capacity, which makes sense for his character. He's always been a kind of cowardly figure, so it kind of makes sense, right? And but they're talking. They're like, you know, don't you guys have? Don't you have a thing with Owen? That's surprising. That, that thing. Why are they? Why acting is it like surprising? it's surprising? Like they set them up as a couple in the first Jurassic World. They continued that relationship into Falling so Kingdom. How is it surprising? So it's, it's like, wow, that what a weird couple. Two incredibly attractive people being together. <laughs> That's a little strange, don't you think? No, Justice Smith. I think living in a world of dinosaurs is a little more strange <laughs> than Owen and Claire still being that, together. That is just one of those... I, I immediately like had a chuckle at that line in the theater because... Like you said, it's just a ridiculous line. It's like, it's surprising. Yeah. Like, <laughs> How is it surprising? I think they're trying to make the audience care more about this relationship than they should. I mean, it's a fine relationship. These characters are fine, but don't try to, like, make, again, this is why you need to go further with it. They're yeah. ma like, when you have lines like this, it's trying to make it appear more grand and interesting than it actually is. Yeah. When in reality, just have them, like, you know... Movie, show, don't tell. Show, don't tell. like Or have them, you know, be this... Don't say it's surprising. Say, of course it is. Of course you two dumb people who love dinosaurs <laughs> are stuck together for...
for eternity with dinosaurs and this girl dinosaur. I'm calling the, I'm calling the clone the girl dinosaur because you know she's she ha- alive like them. She's alive like me. Like me. Like me. I do. I I do actually like. I don't recall her leaving much of an impression on me in the in Fallen Kingdom. But, but I actually, I actually liked changed. her in this. It changed in this movie. I actually liked her. I could have like gone Fallen Kingdom without her entirely. Yeah. But her in this film, she's a good, she did she's good. good actress. She was actually like very very good in this film. Yeah. And her name, let me actually pull it up. It is. Da, 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 da. It is Isabella Sermon yeah. playing as Maisie Lockwood. Yeah. I finally got her name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good, good, and good job on her. And you know, yeah. and because we get with her again as we cut to Owen, who is a dino cowboy. Which uh, I, I actually thought that was cool. All it made me think of was in the Spyro Year of the Dragon video game, <laughs> how you oh go God, into yes. the Dino Town, yes. and it's like it is this Western ghost town, and you turn, you'll turn a corner, and there'll be just a T Rex, and he'll just <laughs> at you. And oh my God. It, it, I haven't thought of that game in forever. Oh Thank God, you so it's much one for my the f- memories. You're welcome. It's one of my favorites. I love it so so much. But yeah, you see him, and he's you know riding around on horses, trying to uh, capture these uh, uh, Parasaurolophus. Parasaurolophus, you are my dino guy. I know oh, I can, yes. if I don't know the name of the dinosaur, I can go. And the name of the dino is Parasaurolophus. Yeah, I feel like Matt or Brad Pitt in Moneyball whenever he points <laughs> to Jonah Hill. He's like, and that total oh, is. Am I supposed to say something when I point at you? Yes. <laughs> So, uh, but they're ca- they're capturing these. Also, again, this is like the type of ridiculousness I enjoy because rule of cool, it's cool looking. Oh, definitely. Man. And also, whenever he's chasing it and like he gets thrown off his horse and he's like holding on to the rope and he wraps it around like a tree, tree trunk, yeah. he's holding it. How strong is this man? Uh, I don't know, but holy crap. Yeah. And, uh, and I know that like... At first, he actually does pull a an actual cowboy move, which is you lasso and then wrap it around your saddle horn. Mm-hmm. He did do that at first. I don't know how it got unlodged from his saddle horn to yank him off of the I, saddle. I know exactly how. It's a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> and it's strong <laughs> as a dinosaur. True. Honestly, it should have yanked the horse off of its feet. Listen, if in a different type of in a James Cameron universe where he made the first Jurassic Park like he wanted to, and then we get to this, we would have that, had that. That might, that might have happened, and it would have been horrifying. This poor horse being dragged across the prairie. Yeah, don't want to show any blood and gore in Jurassic movies, and yes. he and we see him do what is. The thesis of this movie, which is hand stuff. And he, <laughs> Lots and, of hand stuff. And he does his... I mean, the image of Owen in Jurassic World, like, holding off the raptors with his hand, is... I'm sorry to say, it's not as much as Jurassic Park, but it's iconic. Right. It has become it has, a staple of the Jurassic franchise, especially these has. Jurassic World movies. It has. And it's been made a meme. It's been made a gif. It's been made a TikTok. It's yeah. been made all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Memes, gifs. It's been crazy. Gif, gif, gif. <laughs> gif is a friggin' peanut butter. 
And it's also a <laughs> moving picture. Uh, I'm just trying to make uh, enemies uh, through the <laughs> podcast now. We're, but We're just going to make all sorts of controversial but, opinions. But we are going to bring this back up. Like the hand thing. Yeah. Because, oh boy, does it lead to some fun, weird things in this damn movie. <laughs> it does. But we also see Blue still out in the wild. Which I, I never notice in Jurassic World... Even a little bit in Fallen Kingdom, but like especially in this, the blue on her is a lot more defined. A lot more. Which is good because you want to be able to identify her yeah. and care about her. Uh, even though she's not really in the movie that much. But you see her with a which baby. Is surprising. Yeah. I mean, because she in some ways has become like a staple. She's, she's the raptor you can keep around as your face of raptors. And people will go, right, oh, right, that's blue. Right now, blue is the face of the Jurassic World trilogy. Yeah. She is. Yeah, very much so. I agree with that. And you see she's got a baby now. Uh, who, who I they know. named Beta? Yeah, which I think is good. I like that. Yeah. And they're they're hunting a wolf, which is awesome. Well, well, they were hunting the rabbit. Wolf came out of nowhere, got the rabbit, and then Beta's like, you know what? You got my buddy. Screw you, sir. I'm gonna fuck you up now. I don't know <laughs> the way you. I mean, maybe, but I would like. I would have preferred it if they had established in some way that they were hunting the wolf. That they were keeping an eye on the rabbit because they knew that the wolf would attack it, and then that would be their moment to strike. Because see, that would actually be kind of interesting. Yeah, because that's an interesting I mean, way to look at I mean, at they're that. they're intelligent creatures. It's yeah. not the raptor in front of you you worry about; it's the two on the side. Yep. So if you like, that would have been a little cooler, I think, to establish. But you know, you got. A two and a half hour movie. We don't have time to have nuance. We got to go over to Texas because we have to have this as my thing. Read that note. Big grasshopper. Oh, fuck. Because, listen, I didn't know what I was looking at initially because you see these two kids at this farm and I was like, holy damn Jesus. That is a big grasshopper. Only to and, my knowledge, to learn it's a locust. It's a swarm, and then of they these all come out. Things. That even more so than like dinosaurs and stuff, because <laughs> I just got the image. You know, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not like terrified of bugs, but I don't want to be around them, especially the flying ones and that kind of swarm. To hell with that! <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. I did see in one of the trailers they did have that swarm being previewed. And I was like, okay, what does this have to do with the entire movie? I thought this was a dinosaur movie. Yeah. How'd this turn into Sting yeah. all of a sudden? Or was it Stung? It, it's just suddenly this swarm of locusts, which I will say one thing. The CGI on creating that swarm, mm -hmm. it looks like a legit locust swarm. I've seen so much footage of an actual locust swarm, and it looks fantastic. Uh I'll say this about the whole movie. I think this is probably the best they've looked in a while. Like all the animals. And yeah, you have very a, true. You have a great mix of uh, practical and yeah. CGI. I mean, the CGI feels more CGI. Like, right. like you can tell whenever it is. Oh, the, the way they move is is very quick, and uh, yeah. it doesn't have that same kind of weight that the original Jurassic Park had. Right. But, but but it still works. Yeah. It still works really well. And one thing that I regret that I did not mention in episode one, the animatronics 
were done originally by Stan Winston's studio. Mm-hmm. And we lost Stan Winston some time ago. Uh, so it's a shame that he was not able to continue on to this. But his they, influence still his influence through. is still there, and it's fantastic to see it. Yeah. Um, there's some animatronics that I'm kind of, eh, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, now, I will, you know, it's not, you want to make a good Jurassic movie, you got to have traumatized children. It's, it's a, a requirement. Point. So having these two little kids getting attacked by the swarm and being trying to fight a, fight off one of them is hilarious and terrifying. Oh, but yeah. it allows us to be introduced to Lord or Dern. reintroduced yes. to Laura Dern's yes. Ellie. When she shows up, I'm like, Ellie! I, it, it made me so happy. I got so excited. And, you know, she is still within her plant life. Uh, mm-hmm studies and she's in- investigating this uh you know this swarm happening because it appears that they are eating all the crops except for crops planted with biosyn seed yes um which, which is actually a concern that was brought up in the first book in mm-hmm. Jurassic Park the book yeah the possibility of not just engineering these dinosaurs but engineering engineering dinosaurs that could be of like house pet size mm-hmm. and being bred to only be able to eat in-gen food. So I'm like, okay, glad. They they did a callback to that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it becomes part of the central issue, which one thing that I guess confused quite a few people because I had to clear this up with quite a few folks coming up in the like gaming store that I work at. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why the hell was this a problem? I was like, well, yes, you have Biosyn that is selling the seed, but when they're the only ones selling the seed, they don't sell that seed everywhere. So it's going to cause an eco-crisis worldwide. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, you're going to just be having... They don't see the problem with... I mean, we learned that Biosyn is behind the locusts. I yeah. mean, they're like... If you're having... It's like, well, we'll destroy all food except for the ones we make. It's like, okay, I guess we're going to have to eat McDonald's because McDonald's is blowing up every Burger King. Right. It, it's still a problem. Yeah. You're going to cause a worldwide uh, food shortage, mm-hmm. specifically in grain and wheat, which is what is in the majority of the world's food. You're going to make a crisis that is pandemic. Yeah. As I said, you're going you're gonna, to – they're destroying our food and our food's food. Right. You know, and it's so it's just so it, it is a problem. trying to get into what is causing this, but she needs the help of a friend. And let let me tell you, seeing Sam Neill return as Doctor Alan Grant gives oh, me such joy. It it made me smile. The last time I saw him was in Peaky Blinders, um, mm-hmm. which was a few years ago. He's still incredible. He's a great, but actor. he was a little pudgier. He had a different look with his with a mustache and everything, but like. When it you see him, he's got this beard, and he he just he's got the hat. He's got the hat. He just feels like this warm of this breath of fresh air. And, and the first thing you see with him is he's doing a lecture in front of a couple of kids, and they're on their phones, and they're on their freaking phones, guys. This is Alan Grant. Yeah, <laughs> you listen to him, which is great. I I love it. I I like it. It worked for his character, and he it, it's like he never left. And yeah. he's, he's doing a great job. Now, I will say, 
and and him and Laura Dern have fantastic chemistry. Honestly, like I'm, I wrote very little whenever their scenes are happening because I was just actually invested in watching them. Right. It's just their 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 relationship works so well, yeah. even with their sort of estranged uh, yeah. start. Where she's been married, she has two kids, which she says are now in college. Yeah, uh, she's been divorced apparently. And, and Mark, yeah, it's, it's and, over. And oh, is it now? You're it, you're this, single. This this light in Grant's eyes after hearing <laughs> that is like, hmm. Now I didn't in the original. You don't really notice it. In this, I will say about Sam Neill, I felt his Irishman coming out. His voice, the way he was speaking and re- saying his lines, it sounded like someone hiding an accent. Which, he is an Australian. He's Irish. He's Irish? He's Irish. I thought he was Australian. No, he's an Irishman. Uh, he's from Northern Ireland. And he... Ireland. Ireland. He's... All right, Ellie. We've got to go and fight these dinosaurs. These fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> Let me grab Mother of God! It's a Tyrannosaurus Rex! Top of the morning to oh, the Triceratops! <laughs> Top of the morning to the Triceratops! Did we just isolate our entire Irish audience? I'm so sorry for anyone who's listening in Ireland. Please do come back. I love you people. By the way, <laughs> you know, we post this on Anchor and um, it'll show... It'll show, uh, you know, your audience and everything. Yeah. Um, not for this one, but one of my earlier podcasts. You know, obviously biggest views are in uh, United States. Second, Germany. Oh, I'm big in Germany. <laughs> I'm big everywhere. Germany. <laughs> so. That's a Rammstein reference for you Germans out there. <laughs> but. You know, Ellie recruits Grant to help her expose Biosyn for their their crimes against humanity. Because apparently she has an in. Yeah, she has an in. And he agrees. And we uh, cut back to um, Owen and Claire's uh, place. Because, um, what's her name? Mackenzie? Maisie. Maisie, thank you. Maisie Lockwood. Maisie Lockwood is, they're keeping her secret, keeping her safe. Um, because, you know, she is a clone of, uh, Lockwood, who was the partner of John Hammond. Uh, didn't mention him until the Jurassic World movies. Is he in any way mentioned in the books? Nope. Nope. Completely made up for that. That a completely fictional character, which... It's fine. I love the actor that they picked for him. James Cromwell's fantastic. He's great. He's always Um, a great actor. Love to see him in anything. Right. So, but this girl is a clone of his daughter. Um, which, I mean... Honestly, like for when you're introducing a series where you are cloning dinosaurs, mm-hmm. cloning people is not a stretch. I don't understand why some people think it is. Like you have some people who are like, "Oh, they're cloning people now." I can't get like this is stupid. This is weird. It's not that weird. If you much- can clone dinosaurs, what's going to stop you from cloning a human? Yeah, like just and especially since you learn later like how they filled in the gaps and and. 
I mean, it's just not that weird. But they are cha- they are keeping her secret. Uh, she but she will go into town, and you have this little nice scene with the with the apatosaur yeah. in this. Uh, I guess it's like a lumber mill. Yeah, it's like a lumber mill, and she tells them how to like lead them away, how to lead them out of it, so they're out of danger and they can get back to work. Which I love seeing that. I mean, I love seeing the world how they have to adapt with dinosaurs being there. And like, I do like the fact that they stuck with their guns in portraying dinosaurs as warm blooded. Otherwise, they would not survive in this wintry yeah. atmosphere. Right. Which I think is absolutely adorable when one of the apatosaurs like stands up and just snow just falls off it. Like, yeah. oh, I was just having a nice nap, but <laughs> mom, come back. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and, you know, she's, the, but they're trying to keep her um, away from society so no one can find her because they are, you have Biosyn trying to find her mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, she, there's secrets in her DNA. Which will come up later. Right. And she encounters Beta, Blue's uh, offspring, and I have written Raptor Toast. Raptors enjoy toast, apparently. Perhaps with a little bit of jam. A little jam. I uh, it there's was, perhaps a raspberry. I mean, I guess I'll eat whatever. I mean, but uh, hey, uh, I, I never mean, thought I'd have. I just expected the Beta to come out with a little monocle and be like, "Ooh, some toast." Thank you, thank you, Mountain. <laughs> Uh, but Beta rejoins Blue, and they're doing some hunting, and yet uh, a truck sneaks up on Blue. I don't know how a truck can sneak up on very Blue. Very quietly. Very quietly. That's very, how. Very quietly and with no smell. Like, it just sneaks up and hits this trap into... had been set with a fox. Yeah. Captures Beta, and they hit... They basically sneak attack... Blue with a truck. I mean, you'd have to. her off of a small cliff. Yeah. And they they steal... (laughs) (laughs) They steal Beta. And along that also steal um, Maisie. Maisie, Who's who's buggering off to town like she was told told not to do. do. You're not going to tell me what to do, fake mother. You're not my mum. And she leaves... And they get taken by these poachers, which they established earlier that there are poachers in this world, which makes sense. Yeah, I mean, what better trophy to have on your wall than a dinosaur? Right. And so you you have Owen and Claire then decide that they're going to try to, you know, chase after them, which Owen seems to recognize the poacher. He's like, He's, I've seen him around here. He's... He, I thought it was chasing me. And they go yeah. and get back together with uh, Franklin Webb, Justice Smith. But it was after Blue apparently forces Owen well, to he promise. Makes a blood pact. I mean, he yeah, makes by a, biting his hand. He makes a promise with a dinosaur, which again, I'm f- like, I'm. At this point, it's like, yeah, I'm sure. teetering on the. Like, be, <laughs> I think it's because. You had like they still have they tr- the animals still act like animals, but the yeah. people act like they can understand them. And I think you may like to really have it work. You may need to just be like the animals understand. Right, you're I gonna mean, have to like, at at some points. Like yeah, Blue understands you're going after my kid. You better freaking bring her back. Yeah, I mean like because if you're gonna have like. So it's like, well, she doesn't understand because she's an animal and it's weird. I'm like, these aren't natural animals. No. They are created in a lab. Anything you tell us about, like, 
oh, because of science bullshit, they can understand. Or because of science mumbo jumbo that I'm making up for the plot of a movie, you know, right. it does it does work. But because you like kind of have your foot halfway in reality and halfway in science fiction, you have like some moments that like feel a little awkward. It, but which that moment kind of felt a little awkward, but at the same time, I was like, okay, I actually, I actually kind of appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with it. I'm like, and we don't see Blue for the entire movie. Which I mean, how would you? She's not going to go sneaking off gonna, with them. Yeah, she's not going to go yeah. world traveling yeah. and. Which I guess in a movie where she does completely understand, you could have that. You could have like you know, it's like come on, we got we got to go. I mean, you can still have her acting, but like if if he has trained Blue since infancy, which they like kind of established was the thing, and she does listen to him, you could have him, you know, doing hand signals, hold her, attack. I mean, it's basically a Pokemon movie. Yes. Blue, I choose you. <laughs> Use claw attack. But they re they rejoin with uh, Franklin. So and and, then they and he out. okay. So Franklin Webb right. works for the CIA now. Works for the CIA. He says the plan of the CIA, and then tells them, "Don't interfere." How about this? If you don't want them to interfere, don't tell, tell them, them the, the plan. plan is. <laughs> what? Is, huh? Because yeah. you know these two. Are, they're going to. They're the main characters of the movie, Justice Smith. Do, do you, you not, not know this? Do you they not are, understand what protagonists do? They, You know these two as people who say, oh, okay, those are the rules, okay. okay. Fuck your rules! I'm going to do what I want. They're <laughs> going to go and mess up your plan. So the plan being that they have a man on the inside. That's right, Hercules Mulligan! No, but it's a different, <laughs> it's a different person. That they have on the inside of these which poachers. Which Barry, which I'm so glad they brought him back. Yeah, that was... Because uh, he wasn't in Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. But I do remember him from Fallen... Uh, from, from Jurassic World. Jurassic World, played by Omar Sy. Yeah. Who I love. He's he, a... Yeah. He's, he's a great actor, and he looks like he is just a nice guy. Yeah. He, he very much fits into this world. He's a, he's a very fun character. I enjoyed seeing him again. And, um, you know, we... We 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 constantly through the movie go back and forth between the uh, world gang and the park gang, which yep. is what I'll call which, them now. Which is a great way to do this movie. Let's bounce between the park and yeah. the world, and the park and the world. And I'm fine with that. I I think I think these characters are. I mean, obviously, I'm biased in some regard, but I do like the characters of uh, the park gang more. Obviously, but I enjoy. The portrayals and like the um, the actors of both gangs. So Definitely. I will watch. I, I'm a fan of both of them. Yeah, I'll watch them both back and forth. Just just like you, I lean towards the part gang 100. percent right. Which we do cut back to, and they're being flown to the uh, to this this biosyn uh, center. Yep. And you know they're established. They're given a lot of exposition on you know. The creatures that we have in this uh, section yep. of the park. And they are uh, met with the head of communications of Biosyn, Ramsey Cole. Right. Who is played by, uh, 
I'm probably going to butcher this name. I'm so sorry. Mamodu uh, Athi, which I, I believe. Which he, I, I, again, like, there's nothing really huge and special about these characters, but the actors portray them. Like they're they're they feel like they are doing it so authentically right. that even if the character isn't written the strongest, it's performed well, and that's enough for me. I I liked Ramsey. Yeah, I liked his character. Yeah, he and, seemed like a genuinely nice guy. Which right at, at first I thought, oh, he's working for the bad guy. That's a bloody shame. Yeah, and then we meet Lewis Dodson. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> but we then meet Lewis Dodson face to face. Yeah, and. Campbell Scott, like you said, I've known him to play other roles, mm-hmm. and he does great with those roles. To me, Lewis Dodson, uh, I like him as a villain, as a cartoony villain, mm-hmm. but in this world where we've had antagonists which were not so cartoony before, yeah, he just comes off color to me. And like I said, he tries to out Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. But no one can do that. No one can do that. Jeff Goldblum can only out Jeff Goldblum himself. <laughs> and when they show him again, it's I mean, when you just have the entire crew together of of it's Grant, magical. Sattler, and Malcolm. It is so magical. I mean, when he just come, oh, look at you. And look at me. <laughs> and look at you. We're a ragtag musketeers. <laughs> like it's just it look is fan. Look at me. <laughs> of course, look at you, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I mean, and he... He is, you know, kind of... He seems like he's preaching the Biosync gospel in some ways, but he's very much not. Yeah, he he's a is, contrarian. Yeah, he is, and he's the person who... Um, he, he starts talking, which is a little f- pretty funny thing. Yeah. When you're, he's like, oh, get us some coffee. And you have, I wanted to see more of this back and forth between Grant and the barista. <laughs> because I love Because I'm pretty Grant, sure Grant's just wanting a black cup of coffee. He's just like, I don't want any of this. Right. Listen here, buddy. I don't want any of your coffee. I want you to get it out of my fucking face. And, I want, I don't want coffee. You understand? I want Guinness. <laughs> Give me my fucking Guinness. You know, because he's having this distraction so, I, so this can happen yeah. so he can tell Sattler which, that he's which got Which Malcolm is Sattler's inside contact right. with Biosyn. And he passes along the uh, key risk. Access passed, yeah. To, so that they can be able to sneak in. Because their uh, whole plan is to go into the locust uh, section where they breed the locusts apparently yeah. and get a sample from a locust so they can break down the strand and like see what they can do about it. Yeah. And also also as proof to present to authorities and stuff is what that they're also too, saying. Yeah. However, I'll tell you what's some proof. A giant goddamn locust. <laughs> you True. know it's True. just big. Like it's and the if I go up to someone I'm like, hey does this look natural to you? And they're going to go, oh, God. This thing's the size of my kid's torso. I'm going to go have it chase my kid. New <laughs> TikTok trend. New TikTok trend. <laughs> Locust chasing kid. <laughs> Hashtag fun. <laughs> but you have, you know, you're cutting, like you said, you're cutting back and forth. You cut to uh, Owen and them in Malta. Yep. Um, and you go into this underground criminal 
uh, area, which again, I like seeing the world, how it's progressed in these ways. You have these underground fighting pits with dinosaurs. You have people eating dinosaurs, which again, I mean, it's not that weird. Why not? (laughs) I mean, why not? I mean, listen, you have that giant, uh, brachiosaur, you know, that could feed a tribe. Like you're (laughs) like, say goodbye to, you know, starvation across the globe. I know. You get these large di- sauropods. What do you think dinosaur care. tastes like? Dinosaur, probably, weirdly enough, um, in my opinion, it probably tastes like chicken. I mean, you're talking about animals that later evolved into birds. Yeah. So, it could taste like chicken or perhaps maybe closer to gator. I'm into it. I like a good gator. <laughs> Gator's actually pretty good. I like yeah. it fried. Yeah, it's pretty good. And this is two southern boys, by yeah. the way. <laughs> I never had gator until like this past year. Uh, we went to a seafood place that, and my brother was like, "You got to try some gator," uh, and I, I had it, and it, it was it's very tough, but it's very good. It's, oh yeah, it's really great. It, it's a very unique flavor. Yeah, if you're ever in the south and so and they have like fried gator as a appetizer, try yeah. it out. Give it a try. It yeah. is really good. But um, going to Malta. Like, it is also really tragic for these dinosaurs as well. Oh, absolutely. Like, you're seeing, um, it's a young baryonyx and a carnotaur, mm-hmm. I believe, that are circling each other. They're chained. And the baryonyx has a mechanical arm. Because clearly that. it's been amputated at some point. I didn't notice that. It, it was there. Oh. And this poor baryonyx is still forced to fight with this mechanical arm. It's like, okay, we're getting into, like, dog fighting. Yeah. Crap now. I couldn't help but get uh, District 9 vibes from that. That too. Wow. Like, it's just, you know, just in this, like, this slum (laughs) of area that has, like, fully embraced uh, dinosaurs in the world. I mean, you walk past a guy, and he's got, like, that uh, dinosaur that's, like, a mix of a pterodactyl and a... it's a dimorphodon. That's a real thing? It's a real thing. It's It's terrifying. (laughs) It It looks... Like a hodgepodge. It looks like a pterodactyl. L- a little T Rex head. T Rex head. On a little pteranodon. It looks fake, but I love it. It looks fake, but it's 100% real. I want one. And <laughs> I want one so I can have it chase my and kid. We also are introduced to uh, a new side character in this, Kayla Watts, Ooh. who is played by DeWanda Wise. Who is probably my favorite new character. She is so fun. Yeah. I love seeing her. She is this tough, badass chick. Yeah. Which, like, okay, she's hot. I yeah. like her. Yeah. <laughs> you, lo- you love your badass aviator uh, characters. And she just, you know, you first get introduced to her because she's transporting uh, Blue to uh, Biosyn. Tr- and she Beta. Yeah, Beta, sorry. Yeah. And you see... Uh, and she I, spots... failed you. And she and spots Maisie. Right, and so... Which being comes transported out, elsewhere. Which comes out later whenever, like, you have Claire looking for her in this uh, underground area. And she comes across Kayla. And, in the women's bathroom. Yeah. Which because looks, that's... As you do. As you do. And she she's expressing uh, concern trying to find what she say, says is her daughter. And Kayla is clearly saying, like, you do not belong here. You need to get out of here. I don't want you to disappear. She's sympathetic to her situation, but she's not going to get involved. But she does get involved because it's a movie. (laughs) Because that's how movies do. And you get this anti-hero type and they have a little soft spot that you're able to exploit. And you start to introduce these uh, 
these little elements that are that you can tell are about to lead to an exciting action scene with well, like these Trociraptors. So is that a real thing too? That's a real thing. Because the thing is, like with these movies, because I I don't know a whole lot of like I like certain types of dinosaurs and everything. And as a kid, I could tell you a lot more. But it seems it's weird sometimes whenever you have like it's like and then you have a raptor and a raptor and then a big raptor and then a giant raptor. <laughs> like even to some extent, like. A, it just feels like it's all just one thing. Right. Well, I mean, like, even to an extent, a T-Rex is just a giant raptor. It doesn't have, like, the, the nail, you know. Well, the, it, is, it, is what's a, it is what's called a theropod, which right. is a, a kind of dinosaur. There's theropod and I believe it's ornithopod. Uh-huh. Uh, where it more, it mostly deals with their hip bones and how they align. Like, theropod is more lizard-like, whereas ornithopod is... Mm-hmm. more avian type a good example of an ornithopod would be a gallimimus right i'm not going to go into this big long paleontological thing <laughs> but that is like one thing like and there's different families of dinosaurs raptors are a whole a whole family and tyrannosaurs even have their own family yeah um there's not just one tyrannosaurid there's tyrannosaurus rex which is the one we're all familiar with and right. then there's a bunch of ones underneath it and above it yeah which i think is why like you know these movies really have to kind of work hard in some ways to differentiate the different types and add things to make them more dangerous because it's like okay we got raptors what's more dangerous about these than the other ones well they these raptors are trained specifically that once you are marked they will not stop until they kill you just like the indoraptor in fallen kingdom right so you have these ones that they the the deal goes down and the CIA starts going about their business and, yep. and doing their bust and you have them trying to get this woman uh who is attached to Biosyn to give them information and she yep. starts marking people with this laser pointer and they release these raptors and you get this, you know, Big chase really, scene. Really cool chase scene. Well, it is I mean, extremely even just, entertaining. Even just before like it starts as a chase scene, you get the, this action set piece where all these dinosaurs are starting to get loose. And you have the hand thing. Oh so, my god. <laughs> that poor man. <laughs> I mean, you have... Well, like, you have these... You have in Jurassic World that's now, as I said, become a staple of the series and iconic, where Owen is holding his hands up with the Velociraptors. It's a very yep. cool image, especially oh, yeah. like establishing the training from infancy. However, mm-hmm. in this, you have these two giant... Well, you have the Allosaur. <laughs> Allosaur. You have the Allosaur and a Carnotaurus, a full-grown tarn- Carnotaurus, which has a broken horn... And they come out of their cages, and what does Owen do? He puts, he puts his, his hands, hands up. up. He does, he's, like, he's like doing the whoa, 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 whoa thing. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is this supposed to work? And, and it doesn't. It doesn't really. I mean, like, I think, I, I because think it surprises I, them. I think because of the, what is he doing? <laughs> this is weird. This cute little thing. I was about to bite in half. What's he doing? Oh, a hand. Uh, but yeah. Hand. For all my Suicide Squad fans. Hand. Or friends. But yeah, I mean, it's, I think, be, I think it doesn't work, but they hold on the shot long enough to where you're like, you're like is it working? 
Like, is him doing the thing? Like, they're like, oh, oh, he put his hand up. We better hold off. And it's it's silly. <laughs> it's, it's a silly, it's silly. thing. But at the same time, it's kind of cool. Like, you is, ha- yeah. I mean, it's cool to have, like, your action hero be put in these ridiculous... I mean, that's why we go to the movies. We're seeing yeah. the over-the-top. Where and, this this scene yeah. is over the top. You're yeah. getting dinosaurs breaking out left and right, taking yeah. out people left and right. Right. I mean, you just, like I said, hand thing with big dino, I made me laugh. <laughs> but, like, you have, like, this big chaos happening because you have this guy, you know, who's running away. The dinosaur, like, he, like, falls backwards into this thing of fire, lights on fire, and then gets eaten. <laughs> You know, like human you barbecue had, for this You just this had the of. worst day of your life. Yeah. And then there's this poacher guy that we were talking about earlier, uh, Delacour. Yeah. Who and falls into one of the fighting pits, and there's this cute little boss chops right there. Yeah. And it's just... And then on the other end is a Carnotaurus. Yeah. A young Carnotaurus who starts eating his freaking arm. Right. But even before that, him and Owen are going in this fight. And the guys who are sitting around the pit watching the dinosaurs. Are watching them Are now. watching them. Like they are okay. completely unfazed <laughs> that they went from two dinosaur fighting to two Joe Schmo white guys fighting. And then they're just like, uh, I don't care what's going on. Uh-huh. My money's on the guy who looks like Star-Lord. And they're just like... <laughs> Because they're just like slashing at each All right, other. Getting bets for Star Lord. Bets for Star Lord. Bets for Star Lord. <laughs> and and yeah, at a hundred like, odds because he's the main protagonist. Yeah, and then they like the, you said the guy falls off and like this image of like the guy's arm getting eaten and he's just standing over him like and this and, like, little dinosaur on his other hand just grabbing a sleeve and he's just like ah! <laughs> and he's. Trying to get information. Where is, Where is she? Where is she going? Where is the dinosaurs going? <laughs> Tell me. And he eventually gets some info before he gets. The Baryonyx eaten. gets yeah. his bites his head off, and it's the one with the mechanical arm. Right, and so I'm like, yes, the justice, justice, <laughs> and we're not talking about Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get this. Great fight or this great chase scene, both between Claire running away from this this raptor this one that she's been marked that comes out of nowhere. Yeah, like I mean, it jumps at her and she just she has this uh, shocker and she like, shocks it after shocking awesome. the chick. <laughs> yeah, which I'm sorry if it's enough voltage to bring down an Atrociraptor, it this should chick have on? knocked her the fuck she's out. She's a Terminator. <laughs> she got right. Right back up. It's yeah. like that should have stopped your heart, <laughs> and it didn't. She she continued to live another day, and <laughs> shot through the heart. <laughs> and you're to blame. And cutting between the her chase and Owen on his motorcycle, which again is a cool image. I mean, just riding a, a motorcycle running away from raptors. It's cool. Okay, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's cool. I'm a guy. I just like <laughs> bullshit. And and going to a movie, you know, sometimes right. it doesn't make sense, and you're and you're okay with that. Am I a hypocrite because some other movie is gonna have it? I'm gonna go. This is stupid, and it doesn't make sense. And then this, I think it's cool. Am I a hypocrite? Yes. But do I care? <laughs> yes. <No>. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'll talk about it with my therapist. <laughs> and in the middle of this fight, they clothesline a damn raptor with Which like is, a pole with a pipe. and it's Thank hilarious. You, it's just Thank you, Clark. It's dead. I'm convinced. No, it's, it's totally dead. It's neck snapped. It's going to see Raptor Jesus. <laughs> Rap- 
Raptor Jeebus. <laughs> but one of the scenes that I have to point out, which was already teased in uh, one of the trailers, uh, was, again, Owen driving through the middle of a town square in Malta, mm-hmm. and there's the Allosaurus and the Carnotaurus, yeah. and this poor guy on a scooter yeah. who's just having the time of his life. I am convinced, I am convinced... That is the guy that won the contest for Want to Be Eaten by a Dinosaur on Jurassic World Dominion. There was a contest. I entered it. Uh-huh. I did not get it, obviously. <laughs> but there was a guy who got to win a chance to be on the movie to be eaten by a dinosaur. I'm convinced that's him. That would make sense. Because he's just scooting around on a little scooter, minding his own business, and suddenly, ho-chomp. Yeah. And I would say, like, this, this is one... Th- I will say a problem I have is that this movie is supposed to be dinosaurs exist in the world. Like yeah. this, whenever I saw that in the trailer, I thought it's like, well, that's just how the world is. Not really, because that's because the dinosaurs were let loose from this underground place is mm-hmm. why they're walking around here. Right. But that shouldn't be the case. Like you should see these dinosaurs everywhere. You should. But but it still like gives that impression. I mean, the dinosaurs just walking around Malta now because they've been let out. I mean, that's going to be happening now. Oh, yeah. And it's terrifying. Uh, yeah. The, cl- the best thing you can do is go indoors and hope they didn't see you. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually he he is able to catch up with the, um, the plane. The Claire. Yeah, with Kayla and Claire. And gets on the plane and the motorcycle comes swinging off and just it's, hits this raptor it, into the sea. Which that raptor is so dead now. Yeah, he's now he he, he went to see Raptor Jeebus. He, no, he went to see Raptor Satan. He's oh, not, he's not. Oh, I he see. Was, he wasn't a raptor Christian. Ah, uh, see. So being a raptor should. I will say, I think this is a good place to have our little break. All right, cool, cool. So thank you, uh, guys. Keep on with us. We're going to be right back to continue talking about Jurassic World Dominion. Grab yourself a cup of tea. Perhaps a Zoa. Or a monster. I'm just saying, if a dinosaur ate my dog, I'd be pretty pissed. Anyway, so what we're if back. It's my neighbor's dog, huh? Well, that's a bitch. He shits in my yard. <laughs> the bitch. Anyway, so we're back, guys. <laughs> hello, hello. With the second half of our review of Jurassic World Dominion. Yes. So. After getting on the plane, we are reintroduced in this movie to Dr. Henry Wu. Which is... Having him... He looks like he's just a disheveled man at this point. Yeah. Which... I know he's in Fallen Kingdom. Oh, yeah. I don't remember much of his stuff in Fallen Kingdom, but it didn't feel like he had that much regret. And I feel like this is a character who you could... You could honestly have a lot more of him, and it would make the movie ten times more interesting. One, B.D. Wong's an incredible actor. Yeah. Two, 100%. having this character who has been this overarching... I mean, he's he's from the original Jurassic Park team in terms of, like, he helped create these things. He's the leading person behind it. He's a brilliant mind. Mm. He is right now the one playing God. For sure. And he is 100% that, like, this is how you play God line from Jurassic Park 3. Every death, honestly, is on his It's hands. on him. You know? And I think it finally starts to weigh on him. 
And he now sees this global crisis as his fault, which yeah. it is his fault. It is fault. your fault. And I, but I like, you know, he's trying, he's not trying to push the blame off of himself. He wants to make amends, which he starts talking with Maisie about this because Maisie is a clone, is a clone, is of, a clone of Charlotte Lockwood. Charlotte Lockwood. Uh, and, but as we previously thought, she was made by. Uh, Lockwood from who was Hammond's partner, not the case. No, she was made by Charlotte. Yeah, because and I guess it was Charlotte because Charlotte had like a degenerative disease, right? And she was trying to, I guess, create a clone of herself that would would have a life that she never yeah. would have herself, which is what any parent wishes for their child, right? I mean, or she at least should. You have this is this recreation of herself, but is and is. Genetically identical, except doesn't have the disease. No defects. Which is what uh, Dr. Wu is trying to emulate because he doesn't know how she did it. Because if he can recreate it, he can pass it along to the locusts and have them kill, be, be killed altogether. So and Not only that, but he there's also the Biosyn goal, right. which they say is their goal, um, which is to have Maisie Lockwood's DNA replicated in some way. To help cure like AIDS, HIV, right, um, cancer, even, yeah, and getting those cells completely out, which is a noble goal. But of course, Biosyn's a corporation. Yeah, they're going to do some shady shit. Yeah, like they're they're wanting to do some like quote unquote good, but at a price. And this is where like I'm like, go full more bad guy. Let them wanting to figure out this so they can make perfect genetic clones of armies. And stuff. Yeah. Get you the know? super soldier thing. Right. I mean, like, this is... That's the kind of ridiculousness I w- am fully into. Which originally was way. going to be Jurassic Park 3. Uh-huh. But that didn't happen. Right. They were going to make dinosaur-human hybrids, which I'm... I, on one hand, I'm glad they didn't do. On the other hand, I'm like, what would have happened if they did? At this point, go ahead and do it. But it's at this point where, like I'm saying... I kind of wish we had more of Dr. Wu to have because in the the original Jurassic Park, the reason it stands above all the rest is because yes, it's a fun blockbuster. Yes, it's a fun mm-hmm. creature feature. 100%. But at the same time, it takes itself seriously enough to have these themes and ask these questions about creation, about life, you know, life finding a way and that you can if you're talking with someone and you are having like philosophical debate about, you know, what it means to create and should science go in a certain way, if you reference Jurassic Park, most people take you seriously because it is held to some degree of respect. Indeed. And this movie ha- almost seems like it's going to have some elements of that because whenever he's talking to Maisie, he brings up, you know, can a replica be the original? And, you know, you think back to, like, the the theological idea of, like, the ship of Theseus. You know, when does it stop mm-hmm. being the ship of Theseus? If, it's a, if the planks of the ship start rotting and you replace that and you replace all of them, is it still the ship of Theseus? If you recreate it in this other location, is that the ship of Theseus? And so... Yeah. And even that's the thing with these animals. Like, there, you have these conservationists and people arguing... About it's like oh well they're they're alive like me, <laughs> you know? but it's like you know at the, 
at this point, the dinosaurs, they're not even really dinosaurs no. in a lot of ways. The reason I think people like dinosaurs so much, and I mean, as someone who obviously is huge into dinosaurs, mm-hmm. and I was as a kid too, I think the thing is, is that <coughs> they are probably the closest thing in reality to mythological beings. 100%. It's, I got into dinosaurs because the idea of these things that are way bigger than us. Yeah. And actually did roam the earth it was like reading about a dragon and going that's the closest thing to a dragon this world has ever seen yeah. dragons manticores unicorn we're damn D people you know oh, yeah and so I, when you I, ha- I can see the manticore perhaps being spawned from a stegosaurus because it has a spine tail right you have all these elements and so when you have this these animals being recreated are they you know they're they're different but they are the same still and we treat them the same still you know and so it's the idea of identity and being created in some way you know what is life what like what does it mean to be alive with these creatures which is what this movie explores especially with Maisie yeah because I mean if she's a clone and stuff but she's genetically identical, but she doesn't have this defect. There, but that being said, is she still the same? You know, yeah, she she kind of had this. She she has this identity crisis throughout the film. Yeah, like, <coughs> excuse me, she is a clone of Charlotte, right? And she still carries around the photo album of Charlotte and everything. Mm-hmm. It's and she still like says, "Am I Charlotte or am I me?" Right. I'm, but I mean, when Man. is, when is one... I'm so sorry. I'm getting this tickle He's in my throat. He's dead! I'm dying! But, but yeah, I mean, you wonder... Because even with the original Jurassic Park, you have these animals that can change their sex. I mean, even today in society, we're having this conversation with, like, trans people, you know? Yeah, we're definitely having this conversation. And you because, can identify with... Maisie and the trans community quite heavily at this point. I mean, you like listen. I'm a cis man. I don't know the struggle. I we don't know the struggles of trans people, and I'm not going to pretend that I know or understand it. Right, and so, but I do want to say, like you know, you have people who you know argue against it, and they're like, you can't be this other thing, you know. But at the same time, we live in a world where you know. Even right now, I'm wearing glasses to modify the vision I was born with, you know? Right. People who are born with certain changes in their body that they then have surgery to correct. You know, even people throughout their lives when they, like, their, their body that they were born with created a cancer, okay? And which, we, and we is... say that we, need, we have a responsibility through science to take that out. But that it. But if you take away the aspects of a person, are they their full person? I say yes because being a person is so much more than just <clears throat> like this stable. Being, being a person thing. is not the sum of your parts. Yeah, it's the sum of all. Yeah, which to me, all yeah encompasses just your being. Yeah, I mean even yes, just a... you, you may have an arm amputated, but that doesn't make you less of a human. Doesn't make you less of a dinosaur. 
Or less of a dinosaur. I mean, yes, that poor baryonyx. Right. But, I mean, <laughs> but it's like the those ideas are fascinating to discuss and to bring up. Which and I, which I want to say, this film is trying to address with Maisie. I think they are, but they're not going the full route with it. And yeah. in a two and a half hour movie, that makes that of anything in the movie makes me, excuse me, makes me the most frustrated and upset. I can overlook any. You know, the movie is what they gave us, and we kind of got to accept that. You know, we can't always be like, you know, it's not what I wanted. That being said, when you look at this movie, and I can point to certain bits, I'm like, they could have shortened that, they could have changed this a bit, and I, this is one story that I wish could have been told and explored more. I right. think it would have been far more interesting, and I think they have the talent to portray that. And but unfortunately, they kind of drop it from that point and go straight into let's go back into the sci-fi monster movie that this is. I mean, they go straight from that to leaving the damn key with their prisoner <laughs> yes. because she's like they're in the other room talking, and then Maisie just grabs a key, walks over, lets Beta out, and she fucks off. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? What have you done? Like, listen, if you're gonna. I, I want to think maybe Dr. Wu did that on purpose, but you. Need, but I doubt it. You should have had him later on, like, say something like that. Because like, otherwise... I, I helped Maisie escape. Yeah. You know. I like stupid characters, not characters being stupid. <laughs> you know? There's a big difference. There is a difference. There definitely is a difference. Yeah. And... But you do cut to the plane coming back in, and... Again, There's, you talk about stupid decisions. <laughs> Let's turn the ADR off, which is a an aerial defense some, something. Yeah, I, in, I in the air, they're it, having it basically this stops. It stops the pteranodons from from going up to a certain altitude, which makes sense. It's smart. It makes sense. They turn it off so that they'll start attacking this plane. Okay, exciting action sequence can occur. Yeah. We only have one parachute. Makes sense. You only have one pilot usually flying this Yeah, thing. so she's okay. only wanting, you know... However, if I know that there are flying dinosaurs outside the room, I don't think the best option is to let her out into the flying space of these dinosaurs. I think you would be safer staying in the plane. She, he, he pulled... They eject Claire in the one seat with a parachute. Yeah. And she... Is falling down in a pretty like it looked good it, it, like her it, it falling. It looks like a great thing because and the, of course it'd be chaotic. And then the parachute pops out, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, aren't they in this situation because of flying dinosaurs? <laughs> and then the dinosaurs the are just coming up and they yeah. destroy her chute, and then so they have to pull the, the the reserve chute. And thank God she did what she did because she immediately looks down and there's trees. Yeah, but I. Re- I wrote, stupid, there are flying dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't, I mean. Not to mention a Quetzalcoatlus, which was what took down the plane in the first place. Right. That thing could probably swallow Claire whole. Yeah. I mean, and they're, they're not there, so they don't have the exposition. The audience has the exposition that this forest has right. a lot of dangerous animals in it. And is very scary because yeah. she drops down and she encounters what I call a bird rex. 
<laughs> bird rex. But it's actually a... Therenzinosaurus, if you're talking about the one on the ground. I'm talking about the one that, like, shows... That, like, that, that first shows up and... And it's blind because you actually do see its eye. It's, like, this milky white. Yeah. And it's just walking around minding its own business. The blind dinosaur! It's the think... It's the do you think Yosaurus! <laughs> <laughs> and... It, it's it's a terrifying thing to look oh at. Oh my god. And it's an herbivore. Now is this the one with the hands? That's the one with the long claws that are about three foot long. Horrifying. They're, they're terrifying. But they are herbivores. So at f- the first time I watched it and saw this scene, there's this deer that just starts grazing in the grass. And the Therenzinosaurus is like walking up to it. And then it just, and just sl- slaps the fuck out of it. <laughs> And the poor thing. It yeets it across the <laughs> across Jurassic World. What, what is this thing? <laughs> it's so needlessly cruel. It doesn't and, even go like like you have the Indominus Rex in Jurassic World, and you have a lot of people being like, cruel. they're like, it's it's just killing for fun. This thing's killing for fun. It walked up to Bambi and bitch slapped it. <laughs> But I understand now that it's blind. All it knew was there was something in front of it. Yeah. And it didn't know if it was a threat. It didn't know if it was anything that was going to hurt it. It was just going to go, you know what? Bam! Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that makes it way more dangerous. Because if it was, you know, if it actually had its eyesight, it would actually probably be fine with Claire getting out of its thing. Because it would not recognize her as a threat. She's just a small human. Yeah, I mean, and she's... You got this pretty good tension oh, being built yeah. where it where she's crawling away. She goes into the water. And it looks really good, the reflection yeah. uh, coming off the water. And the and, image of Claire underneath the water and it roaring and, and the ripples. Oh, so good. It was really great. I really like that tension builder. Um, now... And, Now where do we go? They crashed into the ice. I have a beef with this. What is this, Captain America? What's your beef? My beef is they are clearly in the front seats when they crash into this frozen lake, right? And they go through the ice into the water and you see the windshields break and flood instantly with water, yeah? Okay. The back hatch opens up. They come out. They're... they're completely dry. It's cold, man. It, the wa- the air is so cold it dried <laughs> them immediately. I call bullshit. I call movie. Cold experts. <laughs> I call movie. <laughs> but but they get out of it. Yeah. And the plane goes down, and of course Kayla's kind of sad about it because that was her baby. Yeah. And I would understand any pilot who has been flying for any moment uh, if they're. Just like if you had a very nice car that you've taken care of for years and it's been your thing since forever and it finally gets totaled and you're like, oh, I'm kind of depressed now. Yeah. But then this pyroraptor comes out of nowhere. This bird raptor shows up and you get, I mean, this is one of those action sequences that you could have cut. It could have been cut. And here's my reason why. Here's my reason why. <laughs> it's a feathered dinosaur, and it can freaking swim in frozen water. Have you seen the feathers on that thing? They were it is pretty, not meant they for were the pretty, water. They were pretty feathery. 
It's not meant for the water. <laughs> you need feathers like a penguin if you're going to be able to f- swim in the water like that. A penguinosaurus. Penguinosaurus. Which, there are prehistoric penguins, but I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but why not have them here? I mean, yeah, this is just like kind of a that was pretty ridiculous. Okay, it was an okay action sequence. I mean, Owen falls through the water. You feel a little bit of tension, but he gets and out. And this pirate running. not only can swim... Can swim like a fucking fish. It's like Aquaman, just like and can make a straight, can make a turn. That you know who's faster? Someone else. Owen, Owen Brady. Brady. <laughs> <laughs> because movie's got a movie. Yeah, it's a, it's an okay sequence, but you do cut between that and you and you I, see again Owen getting out of the water. Yes, he's wet now, but he's not. Freezing to death like he should. <laughs> His nipples should have been cutting diamonds at that point. Also, why was it so freezing? I guess, like, I mean, they're... They're, in... they're different biomes, so... Okay. I, I guess that was the frozen biome. Yeah. It, I was just it's thinking about camp- that right now. I was like, it's a Camp like Cretaceous a... thing. Yeah, I guess um, it's... Which I haven't seen which any of. Camp Cretaceous is fun. It's more geared towards kids. Yeah. But it's still fun. So not a lot of eating... Of people. Well, you're following a bunch of kids. Do you really want kids to be eat? Yes! <laughs> yes, I do! You did cruel you just, bastard! Did you look at me in the eye and ask me if I want to see kids get eaten? <laughs> you know who also wants to see kids get eaten? Alan. <laughs> which we see them going to get the... The locust. The locust uh, sample, which they do, and then... They start going bat shit and they get it, they escape. Well, well, it's because they unfortunately made like a noise or something. Yeah. No, it was like some sort of alarm went off. Yeah. And it because caused Macy, a swarm inside there. Probably because Macy escaped, which they encounter Maisie. Oh, yeah, that and, was the case. And then they start going off on their own. So it's Alan, uh, Ellie, and Maisie going. They run into Ramsey, who reveals that he's the inside man who let Malcolm who let, know about yeah. the locust. And he sends them on this down. This underground train thing to get to the airfield. But Dodson has already figured out that Malcolm has betrayed Biosyn. Um, betrayed Biosyn. Yeah. And he stops the pod early and he announces in front of everybody, God and everybody, yeah. that you are now fired, uh, Dr. Malcolm. Have a good day. And he, uh, <laughs> Dotson here is a crook. Again, this is where <laughs> I saw Lewis Dotson and Dr. Malcolm and trying to Campbell out- Scott's trying to out Goldblum. Goldblum. And it's not working, buddy. <laughs> no. But you have them And he distracts you with these. <laughs> these. These origami cranes. <laughs> and they get loose in the mines of this facility uh, which leads to a little bit of tension. A little bit, especially when you come across this like one pool of water and you see a sail come out. Yeah. Now, the first thing that I heard somebody behind me when I was sitting in the theater, they're like, oh, Spinosaurus. And I'm sitting there going, have you forgotten how big that's? It's a baby! Is? It's a baby! It's a baby! <laughs> but no... I mean, I couldn't help but have that be my first thought too, but then I was like, oh wait, that's a lot smaller. Which which I would have found like ironic if yeah. it was a Spinosaurus because it's Alan Grant again. Yeah. He's like, oh, damn it. Not again. And they go through these caves and they're climbing up this ladder and the, the light comes jump up. jump scare. It was a pretty good jump scare and Alan <laughs> fell hard. 
Yeah, that I was like, is he? I was like, he's dead. He's flat on his back. That guy broke a hip, or maybe both of them. A hip. He's an old, and his head hit the ground. Like I was like, and it's was a dim- and it's a dimetrodon, yeah. which is a Triassic predator, which right. is not even a dinosaur. It's actually just a reptile, and. Yeah, I'm like, how'd you get it in the water? How'd you get it here? How'd you get it here? That's just that's just an animal. And I mean, yeah, the Dilophosaurus is a Triassic predator. Yeah, but still, which it, I mean, with the lighting of the scene, it adds some tension to it. I especially mean, it's also when Doctor Malcolm was supposed to open the gate for them. Yeah, and he can't figure out the the code. It's, oh, there's a code. There's, there's uh, ten thousand possibilities. Um, one, uh, the, one, the, two. The, the, there's there's the birthday of uh, Biosyn. Uh, which is <laughs> yeah, and eventually, like it's gotten just by Ramsey, Ramsey. Which I mean, why don't you set that up earlier? You, yeah, where, where he's gonna it's like, know? Why it. didn't you just do that before? Yeah, just like set up in the movie that like Malcolm like knows the code and like remembers it, or and, or just Malcolm goes to the gate to go pick them up while Ramsey opens the door. Yeah, just do that. Like I'll be there. You open the door. Like it, it's it, it's. I will. It's, um, there? It's a, it's an extended <laughs> bit of tension that is completely unneeded. No, um, but again, movie's got a movie. This seems right. to be the theme of this one. <laughs> now, you have I have here written. <laughs> I see slow ladder. You know, you see that. But I have but written slow, slow ladder, ladder, which was I remember they were trying to. This I know this comes it's a viewing platform, isn't it? Where you're well, going they, to Claire. I think I may have written this uh out of order because you have Claire going and she encounters the Well uh, there's the Dilophosaurus. Right. Um there's a viewing platform right. where there is a ladder, but she has to like unlock something in order to get it down, or is it oh it's a hatch that's above the thing. Yeah, well I mean she encounters the spitter. The Dilophosaurus. Yeah. And she's about to get attacked by... multiples. Well, which, it does its thing out. I was like, oh, God, it's the Batman dinosaur. (laughs) It shows up when you're not looking. And it does out its thing, but it doesn't spit at her. I guess it remembers she's the main character. And 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 it doesn't... The animatronic for that one is horrid. I do not like it. I mean, it it, it, it it looks so janky. It looked fine to me, but like the weird thing was that Owen comes out of nowhere and shows that and he's the true Batman dinosaur, and he chokes the thing. He <laughs> makes it call him daddy. And he, <laughs> oh, harder. <laughs> and yeah, oh, he, quit it. <laughs> he like chokes this thing out, and I was he like, freaking Mortal Kombat fatalities. The thing I wrote, Batman Dino, no spit. He chokes it. The fuck? <laughs> it just, it's such a weird, like, what moment. It, what it looked like to me, I know it looked like he choked him, but to me, it seriously looked like he did a Mortal Kombat fatality and ripped its throat out. Awesome. That's what that it looked been, like to me. <laughs> if it looked like that to me, I may have loved it, but it kind of looked a little lame. It was lame. just like, <laughs> But this dino gets its uh, redemption <laughs> later. But you see Dodson trying to then, uh, you know... Uh, burn the evidence, and he yeah. sets all these locusts on fire, and then they and escape. Then they escape and you have a, and then you have a fire locust tornado going around the sky. Which the effects of that are really cool. It looks crazy, and they start dying and like falling out of the sky, hitting dinos, and they're freaking out. Oh, and 
starting a forest fire. There was a scene before that. I think this is the one that you were actually asking me about. Was the fact that they actually came across the T Rex, uh huh, and then suddenly the Giganotosaurus shows up. Yeah, the big dino of this film. Yeah, and it just basically bitch slaps the Rex and says, "Get away from my food! I'll eat it." Because Owen and uh, Kayla came across the mutilated body of the deer that got yeeted by the Therizinosaurus. Right, and the T Rex was originally going to eat it. But the Giga doing what it does intimidates the other predator, which this is very naturalistic. They would rather intimidate and get the other one to go away mm-hmm. than risk each other getting hurt over a fight. Yeah. So the I mean, Rexy, un- Rexy unfortunately leaves and Giga picks up the deer. But you're seeing all these burning locusts falling everywhere. Yeah. And which, even which on the caused, Giga. Which caused Malcolm and them to crash. Yep. And they flip over in their car, and you start to hear them scream, which made me laugh because you have Claire and them not too far from them, and you just usually when you have this thing in movies where characters go, listen, you hear it very faintly in the background, okay, and yet <laughs> in this movie, it's you hear Claire goes, listen. Maisie is like five feet from them. I think I blew up the thing, <laughs> even that far away. But they're like not too far, and sh- they go over and they meet up. The, the park yep. gang and, and the, the world gang, world gang get together, encounter each other, and it it's a the cool ju- moment. It makes the Jurassic franchise come full circle. And you have this, uh, you know, these characters encountering each other. I don't know if they were trying to make it like, oh, Owen's the new Grant, and they're meeting. And Ellie and Claire, they're the they're meeting. And Malcolm <laughs> has no equal because he's Jeff Goldblum. And, and, and you know, what I, I, mean? I would have actually laughed if Macy is like, oh, supposed to be the new Goldblum. <laughs> hello, I'm going to let them live but, because but, they're like me. They're um, alive. They're um uh, like me. They're uh, uh, live <laughs> and. You know, the, you have the Giga monster. <laughs> the Giganotosaurus, it which shows everyone calls the Giganosaurus. That's not how it's spelled. And you have Alan and Owen say, don't move. And yet, uh. and, the, and then they decide to move. Uh, <laughs> they immediately decide to move. Which is weird. Uh, I don't know why they're doing that. <laughs> I, I think that was just like Grant's like, go to, and then, oh. Wrong dinosaur. <laughs> but, like, they do that all the time. Like, they did that in Jurassic Part 3, which made me laugh. Like, when they encountered the Nobody T-Rex, it's like, move a, a muscle. muscle. And then it roars, and then everyone fucks off. Except uh, Grant, where he goes, oh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> uh, but you did, yeah, you have this uh, huge dinosaur show up, and then start to have a little tension built where it's chasing them. And they start climbing up the ladder, which that's what I was having. Yeah, that, that ladder was slow as hell. Oh, 100%. Like, I was like, who made this thing? I know. Get I some just, A, like... <laughs> get some WD-40 on that. Yeah, just it's, It is moving way too slow for me. But Maisie goes up there yeah. and gets probably the most tense moment in the entire thing. When where it, the Giga bites, bites around the cage that's the holding the ladder. Through, it was a gr- it's a great shot and, a, yeah. and terrifying. Which we were 
already teased in the trailer, but seeing it full right there and you see it start to bite down and the cage starts to give, it's like, oh, crap. I will say this. I didn't really watch any trailers for this movie. No? No. I, huh. I, I may have seen something very early, but like mainly I may have seen a couple TV spots, but I kind of just stayed away. I, was, I wasn't hugely excited for this movie, um, but, you know, so when, I, I wasn't really planning to see it until we started doing this podcast. So hey. I was uh, thoroughly uh, surprised by a lot of the stuff in it because yeah. I didn't know what to expect. And there was one uh, scene in particular that I was looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. and I wanted to see if my theory was correct or incorrect. It turned out to be incorrect, but it was the scene where uh, Dr. Malcolm lights up uh-huh. the thing and does the flare. Which thing was I thought die? was a callback to the first one. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, he's going to do this to save the kids again. Mm-hmm. And he's going to sacrifice himself. He's going to die. Yeah. Instead, he does one of the most badass things. He throws the damn fl- <laughs> flaming spear into the mouth of this monster. Right to the throat. He then he gives zip. Come here. Hi-ya. <laughs> and... <laughs> It's Whack! it's fan it's awesome. You just deep throated this flaming spear, you big fuck. <laughs> and he's, and they're climbing up this thing, and th- and I love this moment of uh, of them fighting off this giant dinosaur. It's yeah. it's awesome, and especially because that's what would have to happen. Like you'd have to have all these people working together to take it, to get it away. Yeah, and it's it's really great to see. And it was a big tension builder when it breaks into the viewing platform. Yeah, and <laughs> I think right after this, you cut back to the control room, and everything's going to hell. And Dotson gets mad, and he and he does like... this dance. <laughs> he just gets. He's like, mm. <laughs> which was making everyone in my theater laugh. I, I had to, I had to bite my bottom lip. Which, <laughs> which again, if he were a more cartoony villain, like from the start, it would have been like, it would have been like, I'm laughing with this. This is so silly. But because it he in some, because he in some way plays him pretty straightforward. When that he started doing it, it was just ridiculously dumb. I'm like Cam- choice. Campbell Scott, like what the like, heck, man? Like throw stuff around with your arms, but he was like, <laughs> he was literally throwing a kid tantrum, a it, kid in the middle of Walmart. I was like, oh, Dotson, we got Dotson here. He's he's getting sad, and doesn't he like pummel this poor employee just right next to him or I, something I, like that? He he like. Tosses something, I think, but I'll tell you what. My next note, I forget who says the line. I think it was uh, Ellie, but like, and it may have been when they were fighting off the giant dino. She says the line, uh, "We don't have time for complex." And I went, <laughs> and I went, no kidding. <laughs> That's this movie. And it, like that is a thesis statement if I've ever heard one. That in my is life. this movie in a nutshell. It was just it. <laughs> I I lost it, but so oh they. My God. But they, you know, they're trying to make a plan for escape. They reencounter Ramsey, who has a a pretty good scene with uh with Dotson, Dotson where, that where we see the can. Again. We see the Barbasol can, which which is a great callback. Right. Because I think a lot of people aren't going to really connect that this is supposed to be that person. 
Yeah. There's no really reference to it, and like, not to mention he, Campbell Scott does not look like Cameron Thor. I mean, but to be fair, Cameron Thor, you really didn't see his face. He wore a hat. Yeah, he wore, he wore hat glasses. glasses. So, and you know, that's that's passable. Yeah, I'm fine with it. But like, like I said, it's it's such a small detail. I don't think I don't think people are really going to make the connection, which is kind of a shame. Yeah, but, but either way. But they, they end up making a plan for escape where Kayla's going to go get a copter and they're going to try to go and down to the where the locusts were. And what are they going to be they, doing with the... They were, they were cutting off the power to something. I'm trying to remember. It's yeah. racking my brain. I couldn't really remember but why Ellie, they were doing But Ellie that. and Claire were going to go to the locust thing and reroute power or something like that. Yeah. And... Rerouting that power stops Dodson's escape pod from going somewhere. Right. We'll get with him a little bit. Yeah. And then Owen, but then Owen, Maisie, and Grant are going to going go to get, get beta. beta. So while that's happening, yeah, Dodson's trying to get away on the underground uh, train. And by rerouting the power, he gets stopped. And he leaves, and you encounter the Batmanosaurus, the. The Dilophosaurus. And. Spitting its venom at his prey. Yeah, <laughs> and he ends up. Why does he 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 sees, encounters one? He retreats back. Retreats into back there. into. I do not understand this either. And then but he has three. The side, there's three. Well, there's three of them coming coming towards him. But then why does he say? So what's your story? I, I, I I'm like, huh? Are you I, about to give them an interview? I I don't know, but it's like that is your that is the weirdest. Final line I've ever heard. It, like, I mean, are you trying to I'm, connect I mean, with him? I've heard like, "There's clever girl." There's, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's your story? Said so genuinely, but it's a. Pr- I do think it's a pretty good thing to have uh, um, him killed by the same dinosaur that's that killed, killed Nedry. Yeah. yeah, like both of them. Are, I thought that was poetic justice. I thought it worked, um, and it's. And he dies, and it's, again, a more cartoonish villain would go out even more cartoony. Uh, he just kind of dies, and it you kind of wish this movie had a little... I mean, you got your threats in the dinosaurs, but having yeah. a sort of cartoony human villain right. would be would make the humans more enjoyable. Uh, I, th- I think, oh, you know, because Chris Pratt and... Bryce Dallas Howard and uh, Maisie's actress and Ramsey's and Kayla's. I think they all bring enough charisma and stuff that like you like their characters as human characters enough Definitely. to where you don't want them to die. Um, but with the bad guy, you want you want to watch him die, and I don't think he's scummy enough. Yeah, to me, the villain fell flat. Yeah, um, I hate to say this, Campbell Scott. Yeah, um, I don't think it's. I his, don't think it's Campbell Scott's fault. Yeah, I think you just. Need but I'm to, just saying, sorry, Campbell Scott, because I know exactly what fandoms do. Yeah, and fandoms can be toxic. Yeah, and I know he's going to get some crap for this. I think he's just going to get people being like he was lame, but they're not really going to. I hope that's yeah. the case, but yeah. oh my goodness, I think it'll be fine. But um, so they encounter Beta. They go down yeah. there to get Beta. And, and it was nice to see Grant, like, go, you trained raptors, and actually starts getting some pointers. Yeah, because he was even like, he's like, I know you. You've trained raptors. You're from Jurassic World. Which, uh, you know, I thought for half a second he was going to go, I know you. You're the kid I scared the shit out of with that, do- <laughs> with that raptor claw. 
Which would've... I would have loved to have seen that. It's like, you look from it. Were you with a dig? Yeah. I, Are you I, with I, my I would have loved for that Badlands? have been the same kid. It would have been fun, but it's okay. Um, but, but yeah, I do going... like that he, as they're going through, he's like, watch the sides. Yeah. They will come from the sides. We and I was actually. They disemboweled you. They're not afraid to go for the jugular. And yeah, like you have Beta like running back and forth. And when she appears, you see Maisie do the, hey, eyes on me. Which I was like, okay, cool. And you also get Grant doing the the hand thing, which I don't know why is, I'm like, I think by this point, I was just like, okay, that's a staple of this franchise. Mm. I'm okay with it. Whatever. Fine. <laughs> just accept it. It does. Just, like, just, I, just go. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I could. I could. Every time it could happen, I could be like, "Stop it!" Or I can go. Oh, he's doing the hand he, thing. He's doing the thing. He's doing the thing. He's doing, he's doing the, the thing. He's keeping him at bay. And but it's the thing is, I guess like it's as a method. It's not really supposed to be like, oh, now you're controlling them. You're just trying to have your hand in front of it as enough to where like you can prepare like a, a roll no. or something. No. Because Beta no. goes for him, oh, and she and, goes right for him. And, and luckily, then, Owen's able to and get great. her tranked and get her sedated. Yeah. But I actually saw a like little TikTok because I am on the I do the Jurassic World TikTok. I follow it, mm-hmm. and it actually has Chris and. Uh, Sam Neill mm-hmm. as Alan Grant and Owen Grady going through the motions of learning how to get a raptor's attention and it's like you put your hand out and that's your head. Mm-hmm. You're you're pretending this is your head and you're putting your eye in the curve of this so it looks like your eye's looking right at him. Mm-hmm. So it just looks like another raptor looking at him. So it's like, oh, okay, that's the whole reason why. Yeah, I wish they had explained that more. I wish the they had movie, explained that more instead of uh, a TikTok. But but I'll have to go look that up because uh, that sounds interesting. Like you know, and 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 enough science mumbo jumbo to make me buy it. Yeah. You know? But unfortunately, they didn't put it in the movie. They left it for a TikTok, which yeah. is like, oh, come on, great, thank you. Come guys. on, guys, you got a two and a half hour movie. You can put it in there. Yeah. And but either way, they get beta. They get beta. They turn the power back on and, they, have, and they leave. On your shoulder? <laughs> That's uh, interesting. And you made a promise to a dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs> and they <laughs> manage to get out into the yard where they're trying to. Kayla's trying to land the. Well, and Wu actually meets. Yes, them. they reencounter Wu. And, and he I says, I want to come with you. Yeah. Which I, I, I like that he slightly joins the gang for a moment, at least to get off. Uh, of the island and or off the reserve, I should say, and yeah, they move themselves to the uh, yard, and Kayla's trying to land the helicopter, and they have a moment where I was like, "This should be too cheesy, but I love it." Of the the T Rex g- recreating the logo, <laughs> yeah, that it just was looked great. cool. It this looked one cool. Empty circle, and then there's the Rex's head. I was like. Uh, it, I enjoyed it. It looked really cool. It's I, super cheesy, but I love it. Yeah, I'm just into it. And then shortly after that, we get the kaiju fight. Yeah. That's get, pretty much what it is. It's a kaiju fight between the Giga and the Rex. Which is pretty much the same as we got from Jurassic World with the yeah. Rex and the Indominus Rex. It's not that much different. Uh, in Rexy terms, being in old, she gets her butt kicked to start with. Yeah. And... 
I do. I, I thought did. she was legitly dead. I did too. I mean, I and I liked Grant's. This isn't about us because he understands this is about that. The these are two predator. alpha predators. You know, we he and which is just like Godzilla versus Kong. It's like this yeah. ain't about us. It's and these I, two. And I like the running away and kind of like going in between, like the destruction. Yeah, Wu actually gets injured. Yeah. At some point, he like breaks his arm or something. Yeah. Um. And yeah, you think Rexy's dead. For a moment, uh, and then the Terranzinosaurus shows the up. Long claws shows up, and, and it's just like, "What's going on? What's going on here?" And just starts <laughs> slashing at the giant, the at, other at one, the Giga, at the Giga, and the Rexy gets back up. As and, she does, she's like and, a freaking Undertaker. And as I have, I, I wrote down tag team, and that they're <laughs> fighting, and she. Beats the Giga. Shoves, shoves in, the Giga into the Therenzinosaurus' claws, impaling it and killing it. And then you get a really awesome shot of both of them roaring. Yeah. And it is, it's pretty awesome. It, it was awesome, but at that same moment, I was like, why isn't the Therenzinosaurus swiping at the Rex now? Because they're because mutual it, respect. They tag team. <laughs> it's off the tightrope! <laughs> It's, it's, it's... Oh, God, as my witness, he's broken in half. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and they fly out of there. They re... They re-enter society, the yeah. the gang. And you and, start having... And Ellie and Grant officially get together. They do. And I have here Ellie plus Grant. And then I tried to draw a heart in the... In the, in the dark, in the darkness, <laughs> and in weird, weirdly, it looks like more of a human heart than a cartoony heart it that I was going does. for. I actually see, <laughs> I actually see uh, ventricles. <laughs> and yeah, they they kind of reconnect, and that they're gonna yeah. kind of and there's this form little girl playing again. with a dinosaur in front of them. Yeah, and well, even before that, you know, they're starting to tell the press about everything. Wu's getting yeah. treated. Wu's able to, I guess Wu is able to figure out what he needs to in order to stop the swarm, which they do. Yep, he goes into a field and releases the one locust that he has in a box, which will hopefully cure the problem. Yeah, which it does, in theory. Um, Owen and Claire go back to their... Little home in the woods. In the woods. In the woods. And they are a happy family and they again. They release Beta. They release Beta to back to Blue. There's a little moment between Blue and Owen that is very uh, sweet. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a, very, very it's very poignant. Yeah, it's a nice closing um, end to this trilogy mm-hmm. of her being back into the wild. And then you have Ellie and Grant. Yeah, they see like this little girl playing with a dinosaur. This never got, I'm never going to get used to that. And <laughs> they're going to be presenting all this evidence uh, to Congress and be fighting for the rights of dinosaurs. Right. And you kind of just get glimpses of, you know, dinosaurs being around oh, the world, walking yeah. with. Uh, um, you see Parasaurolophus herding along with a herd of wild horses. Yeah. You're seeing uh, Packy rhinos uh, walking alongside elephants. Right. You see, you see several T Rexes together. Pteranodons Tyrannod- flying off down south with a flock of geese. Yeah. That or this, ducks, whatever. That this Biosyn area is kind of going to be a dubbed as a safe compound where like I guess you can get dinosaurs and then like 
relocate them to, which again kind of defeats the purpose of letting them loose. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're gonna let them loose and be like, oh, we're now living amongst dinosaurs now, it's like, no, because whenever you find them, you're we're, relocating them to this we're, area. We're, we're redo- A Jurassic Park, we're, if you will. We're redoing the thing that every every single movie says you shouldn't do. Yeah. I mean, I trust me, I'd prefer to just isolate them to this one area and then that's where they live. And hey, this is Dino Ravine. Don't go there. It's terrifying. <laughs> you know, otherwise you're just having raptors. I mean, the, at the start of the movie, we didn't talk about it, but like there's like a footage of uh, RV getting attacked by... <laughs> this yeah. giant it's terrifying it's a scary world out there because it's a jungle the, the, out there <laughs> <laughs> it's a jungle out there <laughs> and confusion everywhere <laughs> but that's the end of the movie you know yeah, it, and it literally just ends with the world having to kind of just learn to coexist with these dinosaurs which is kind of where the last one ended and yeah. so I don't really know how to feel it, I mean it, it this is the end of the trilogy, and it fe- and I'm like, okay, it's 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 a complete trilogy. I will say this about the movie: it's my favorite of the Jurassic Worlds. Really? Yeah. It is your favorite of the Jurassic Worlds. That's actually really really surprising. I mean, I won't. Wa- I mean, it it was kind of between it and the original and the first one, um, but I will say I I probably have more in this that I can remember and enjoy. Um, yeah. That being said, it's probably it's, it's rough around the edges. It's it's it has its moments. It's a movie that I think is only enjoyed really on the big screen. Uh, I don't see true. myself ever watching it again. I don't see myself ever wanting to or even enjoying it. I think if I watch it on a smaller screen, I'm going to get bored more often than not. Um, I mean, taking notes for a movie helps because you're having to pay more attention. You're right. able to remember more things. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's you know when when all said and done, it's clear that the first Jurassic Park is the best movie of, of the whole series, hands down. I I think I don't I think if you if you prefer uh, a diff- another one over the original Jurassic Park, like what you like. Definitely. But I'm not gonna tell you different. But personally, I think objective like subjectively you can enjoy another one more than Jurassic Park, but I think objectively oh, sure. Jurassic Park is a better film. Oh. Definitely. I mean it's more grounded in reality than any of the other ones. It has more interesting themes. I think the acting's the best in it. Yeah. Um and the subject matter just in and of itself was treated with I I dare I say more respect. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I am not going to bash anybody that comes up to me and says, oh, I prefer Jurassic World over Jurassic Park. I'll call That's you an idiot. totally fine. No, <laughs> well, just because you're an evil bastard. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Dodson, we got Dodson here. <laughs> but either way, yeah. Jurassic Park, hands down, is the best of the Jurassic franchise. Right. And Jurassic World Dominion, for me, yeah. sits... Just below the Lost World Jurassic Park. Here's kind of my hierarchy Go ahead. going from worst to best okay. for me. The very bottom, Jurassic Park 3. That's the worst one to me. Okay. Above it, Fallen Kingdom. And then above it is uh, Jurassic World Dominion at this point. Mm-hmm. And then next up is uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park 
above it, Jurassic World, and then Jurassic Park way above everything else. Yeah, but where's the Jurassic Park ride? The Jurassic Park ride? I wish I could tell you because I've never been on it. Ooh. It's it's very uh it, it it's it's very unfortunate growing up in an area where you're hundreds of miles from anything. So you haven't been to Universal? I, I've never been to Universal. We're gonna have to uh, we're gonna down the line plan a trip. It, you it, and me, Universal, and we do like a vlog series. That'd be we're, fun. We're gonna we're gonna have to do that. That'd be actually really, really fun, I think. Yeah. But I the first time I went to Disneyland was mm-hmm. When I was 18 and graduated high school. But either way. So, uh, where would you kind of rank uh, Camp Cretaceous among them? Camp Cretaceous. If I were to rate it, it, it'd almost be unfair to I mean, compare even... it to the movies. But I would say it's better than... Uh, I would say that it's maybe on par with Jurassic World, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But... Again, your Jurassic World is different than my Jurassic World. Like, I think Jurassic World is a better one. Like, it's, is it enjoyable enough? It's enjoyable. Yeah. It's definitely enjoyable. I enjoyed the heck out of it, and I want to see the next season. I'll check it out. Yeah. It's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. Okay. Well, guys, that is our review for Jurassic World Dominion. Yes. Make your own opinions, as I said. I mean, would I suggest you check it out? If you've watched the Jurassic Park movies up to this point, Jurassic World movies... I'd say check it out. Go um, for it. You know, and, and, and kind of form your own opinion. I know you kind of, I mean, you may have listened to this. And, and, and thought we're you're just. Like, you're like, well, you gave the whole plot away. I mean, kind of watch it for yourself. See if you, you can even, you can, I know a lot, some people can read the synopsis of on a Wikipedia page before they watch the movie. They'll do that. And then whenever you actually watch it, you form your own opinion. Do that yourself. And also. Please do. But also. Tell us your opinion in the comments. Let us know uh, if you're watching this By on YouTube. By all means. Uh, yeah, let us know what you thought of Jurassic World Dominion. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Why? Why not? We're very interested. But right now, Jeff, becomes the fun part where Ooh. we, because today we, we are going to, unknowingly to us, choose what next week's is. Yes. Now, both of us, last week, we put a movie in for suggestion. Uh-huh. Today, both of us are going to do a movie, and then I'm going to have you pick it oh. out at random. Okay? Ooh, okay. So last week I put in for the running holes. Yeah. You put in the movie Blair Witch Project. Okay. Today the movie I'm putting into the running, The Great Muppet Caper. Oh my goodness, that is such a good one. I love it. So what? What is your? My what I'm going to be putting into it. Uh, let me think about it real quick. Okay. Jeff is thinking of a movie, 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 movie. Fleet Street Geeks is on here. We gotta make sure, you know, copyright. I will say Amadeus. Amadeus? Amadeus. Dude, you like... We're, we're going to pretty much get our favorite movies out of here. <laughs> That's like my favorite movie. It is it's such, one of my favorites. It's such a good movie. Damn, okay. All right. We're going to go from possible like, you know, okay movies to, okay, this is a good movie to this is a fantastic movie. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Okay. Okay. All right, so I'm putting them in this thing. 
Alright. I'm putting she, him in a I'm, he, I'm putting him he, in a cup. Can you hear him shaking the cup? Can you hear? <laughs> so do we want to just go with four or do we, we want to put two more in? Ooh. Wanna mm, put six? Mm, mm. Do we dare? You know what? Let's put in six. Let's put in six. Let's put okay. In six. I'm let's going put in six. to put in let's see. You got any off the top of your head that you can think of? Uh, bu- 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 bu. Because um, we're, we're putting on, on from all uh, walks of life. I'm gonna suggest. Yes. Hmm. What an interesting idea. Um. Let's think of a fine. Uh, I'm gonna put in Monty Python's Life of Brian. <laughs> oh my god! That's gonna be. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> So, that's going to go in there, too. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Now, do I pick something just as ridiculous? You pick anything you want, any period of time. Any period of time. We, here on the Fleet Street Geeks, we're geeks about movies. We love talking about movies. That is true. We're about to have another two-hour podcast. Good Lord, man. Yeah. Everyone's loving listening to us. Okay. You presented a Muppet movie. Okay. I will present... My Muppet movie. Okay. The quintessential Muppet movie for me. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. The Muppet Christmas Carol. My favorite Muppet movie. It's going to be interesting. Because we got like a... At some point we'll have to do like specific... Like it'll whenever, be July when, soon. It'll yeah, be Christmas in July. It'll be Christmas in July. When we get to... uh. Like Halloween and Christmas time, we'll probably exclusively do like Halloween oh, and, for and sure. Christmas movies for sure. Um, but I'm not against this. Okay, so I'm, I'm actually kind of hoping we do not pick that one now, but it could happen. Hey, this is audio. We could always lie. <laughs> <laughs> we won't lie. We we'll lie to our audience. Wait, entertain them for a second. Entertainment. Entertain, entertain, entertain. You fucking ass. <laughs> So, what do you call a blind dinosaur's dog? What? Do you think he sources Rex? I hate you. <laughs> so. I saw a hat off to the side. Alright, so he's got a hat. I was like, that's going to do much better than a... Than a cup. Than a cup. That I'm probably not even going to fit my hand in because I have such big sausage hands. Alright. Actually, I don't have sausage hands. I actually have very piano hands. Alright, guys, here we go. Alright. One, two, three. I got it. All right, you want to read it out for us? And the movie is... Monty Python's Life of Brian. Oh, God. Here we go, guys. Even if he did say Jehovah. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, next week, we are going to watch... uh, Pull up your... uh, You got internet? I have internet. Put in Monty Python's Life of Brian. So, guys, we are going to watch next week for the episode. Our episode will be on Monty Python's Life of Life Brian. Life of Brian, which was done in 1979. 1979, guys. And so, also, if you want to watch the movie, give me one second. Google is acting weird. Yeah. Unfortunately, it does kind of... It's almost there. It's almost there. You can do it. You can oh, do it, little guy. It is available on Netflix. So, Which if, is brilliant. Yeah. So if uh, I like to be able to let people know where they can watch it if they if they would like to watch it, so watch it on Netflix and next week join us for episode three 
where we'll talk about uh, a great comedy that I haven't watched in like several years. Really? Yeah. It's been a long, long time since I've watched it. I've been watching it like on and off because it's just hilarious to me. I love it. Yeah. So uh, that'll be next week. And Jeff, we're two for two. Indeed we are. We are now about to be going into episode three and I'm hoping that this will be a great episode. Unlike what some people say Star Wars did. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. Tune in next week. I'm Seth. And I'm Jeff. And we are the Fleet Street Geeks. Signing off.